Hi, everyone. I just want to give a, a quick apology for the audio issues during our interview. It goes very well. Brian does all the heavy lifting, and I am off mic mostly. So if you noticed a unusual sounding boosted background uh, vocal, that's me. Sorry. <laughs> Enjoy the show. It has begun. Fuck up the timing? I don't know. Hello, hello, and welcome to the CDB show. <laughs> today, today is uh, unimportant. Uh, no date necessary. Uh, I got no jokes, but we do have a very good interview. Welcome to the show. I should probably get a new speaker. Uh, that is Brian the Levy. Hello. That's all I got today. Yeah. I just said yeah, something. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, no, Casey, the case um, um, for like legitimate reasons like, this time. It's it's usual Casey shit, but amped up a level. Oh, my lord. Yeah. We love you, Casey. Yeah. Uh, let's get into Sorry it. Sorry you missed this one. Why, why is Casey not here? Are we, I, have, has he talked about it? Uh, oh, shit. He's fine. Are we not allowed to set? Is this a HIPAA violation? Oh, fuck it. Casey was in a car accident. <laughs> and, and he's so, kind of. So last week it was like, oh, Casey forgot to tell us he was going to Ocean City. And then he did the most Ocean City thing possible. And got into a car wreck. Uh, everybody's fine. No one is hurt except for Casey. No, Casey has Casey's broken hurt. ribs. Casey's got broken ribs. He's, he's knocked up. Uh, you know, if you didn't want us to tell him, Casey, this ain't no fucking big deal. Brian, tell us about the wonderful interview we've got uh, in store for everyone. All right. So, like, my dad met this lady, Taylor Stewart. She's uh, uh, the weekend anchor person, morning person at Fox 45. He met her at a Starbucks on Thursday. Mm -hmm. He has not stopped talking about her for three days. So I reached out to her and said, hey, come on the podcast. I think the reason that he has not stopped talking about her is because she engaged him yeah. At all. Right. And also is incredibly attractive. She's beautiful. <laughs> she's absolutely beautiful. <laughs> she is gorge. Uh but but also like she's fun to talk to. Like I th- and I think we went all over the place. This is a really this is a really fun interview. It's a very fun interview, yes. Uh yeah, no wonder my dad talked to her. <laughs> like <laughs> shocker. <laughs> I I wanted to get more into the uh Baltimore dating aspect. Well, maybe uh, next time. Let's give her a couple months. Absolutely. She, let's, let's give her a couple months and dive in there. She, she is the the new George Solis uh, slash Josie Sturman, uh, and we will have her back. But she, she's our new TV person who will who we will <laughs> have on until she decides that she's either a. It's like you know how you remember those episodes of Freaks and Geeks where they met the girl who was ended up being a cheerleader and she was Sam's girlfriend, right? And they're like, we have to make sure she doesn't figure out she's cooler than us, right? 
that's what that's where we are right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, by her own admission, she's new in town. Yep, and, she's going to uh, make friends, and <laughs> we're out. As soon as that happens. She's be like, why am I hanging like, out with these... Ah, fuck these guys. Why am I hanging out with these 40-year-olds? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's get into Well It's Been. Um, other than Casey getting into a van wreck. Uh, my week has seen the real lows of humanity. Oh. I went to the dentist on Monday and I went to a funeral yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us about those things. Well, the dentist is the... Listen, I don't want to be controversial. <laughs> But maybe I haven't been taken, to the dentist. Oh, I've been to the dentist years. Haven't taken care of myself the last Te- teeth wise. Anyway, any and health wise. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe not. So I went to the dentist uh, on Monday because I had a little bit of a toothache. Uh, oh, so you actually had a toothache. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. And then you went to a dentist. I did. Mm hmm. And and. The dentist immediately said, your teeth are disgusting. Well, no, because he's like my dad's best friend. Uh Oh, so he's like, I, I, I. so he's like, he says, I'm not lecturing you. They're not perfect. I'm not lecturing you. We're all allowed growth. (laughs) And I was like, it's like, thanks. Thanks, Uncle Hirsch. Thanks for that. Because I call my dentist Uncle Hirsch. Uncle Hirsch. I'm a 40 year old man. Uh, And he was like, uh. Yeah, no problem. You know, uh, he was like, look, we're going to get you on a treatment plan. We're going to get you back. We're going we're gonna to get you going. Uh-uh. Um, my insurance, you know, picks up at some time in the fall. Sure. So I, I have a I have a I have a root canal scheduled for October. Oh, no. Like what What a fun thing to have on the Ooh, calendar. God damn it. It was like a five minute. It was a five minute appointment he's like remember when we were kids and the root canal was the like the ultimate death sentence i think as an adult you realize it's just this thing that takes about five minutes and you gotta get through right well yeah they they hit you up novocaine or maybe now fentanyl or something i was like you gonna knock me out he's like yeah we'll numb you i was like no i'm gonna i'm gonna need an extra step there yeah i mean when when i was a very young lad uh i had two cavities that needed extra uh digging and yeah uh, oh no listen this is just step one <laughs> they they handed me they, here's the bill it was like three thousand dollars i was like <laughs> you're not expecting this money now they're like no we're expecting insurance is going to take care of most of it dental uh, insurance i i get it man it's a very rare uh thing to do um baltimore city schools Coming through. I got to stick around for at least a year. Let's get this. Let's but get this you, you have known that your teeth are garbage for quite some time. I just I was just waiting for this moment, <laughs> I guess. What? What? So what other parts of you do do you expect that are garbage? Well, I, I mean, like, you know, I'm sure my heart is just, <laughs> you know, a blackened lump at this point. My lungs, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. If they could do like a. A CT scan, but in color. Yeah, it, it would be like a. It would look like a large, uh, like a My a Chemical Romance, coal. like a My Chemical Romance yeah, 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 album yeah. cover. <laughs> yes, uh, just blackened, like a blackened, like rib cage, and just a blackened lump. You know, maybe smoke, maybe with like camel cash stuck all over it. <laughs> well, the bottom line here is that Brian, uh, like most men. Is not taking care of himself. So, 
Listen, men out there. Can you imagine what it's going to be like when they go in to protect that prostate? <laughs> it's just oh, a, wait, you don't. Actually, it's gone. It's it, it's it's turned into like a quado. It's like <laughs> quit. Start the reactor. Quit. <laughs> but this pros this prostate's become sentient. <laughs> it's a malignant. Hey, somebody pressed down on me. Thanks. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, yeah, we're 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 all making jokes, but uh, no. Go to the doctor. Listen, I have had no health insurance. That's not even true. I I feel like ten years into me thinking I had no health insurance, my mother's like, you know, I've been paying health insurance for my for you through my LLC, and I was like, no, like that's the kind of thing my mother would do to martyr herself. Right. Like, I'm gonna pay for it. Yeah, but I'm not gonna fucking tell them. Right. <laughs> but yeah. So and then you know, it's just life. Life happens. Well, you know, she didn't want you to worry about it. Well, that's right. She's like, don't worry. I figure. You know, it's much like my feelings on COVID. The only way to get COVID is to test for COVID. Well, I'm not diabetic because a doctor hasn't told me I'm diabetic. <laughs> um, I I don't think you're diabetic, but I do think you're pre-diabetic. Oh yeah, I'm like, I'm like, e-diabetic. We've gone we've gone through the P. We've gone through the R. I'm just e-diabetic now. <laughs> All right, we are not going to do any uh, shout-outs or shut-ups for this episode. Uh, we are simply going to roll into this interview. Brian, uh, give us a preamble. Yeah, so this is uh, Taylor Stewart. Like I said, she is the weekend anchor at uh, Fox 45. Um, talk about her career, where she's been, what she's doing. You know, we talk about how she and my dad hit it off, you know, <laughs> whether or not he was okay. It's a, it's a lot of fun. We, we, we had a good time with it. Awesome. And then after that, we'll be right back with uh, closing thoughts. Mike, check one, two, three, four. Taylor saying, Stewart you... reporting live. <laughs> I can are... put the mask on or I can take it off. Does that count as mansplaining? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and we're here. Yes, I will. Uh, joining us today is uh, Fox 45's weekend anchor person. Yeah. Weekend anchor person, uh, Taylor Stewart. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hey. Uh, this is exciting for us. We haven't had a TV person in a while. No. Yeah. Uh, I believe. Yeah. Right. Uh, and and Lowell doesn't work for TV anymore. Right. Um. But so to be, you know, uh, fully upfront. Yeah. My dad met Taylor in a Starbucks like three uh, three days ago. Uh, uh, yeah, that right? happened. That was probably the most random encounter of my week. And I know. One of the best. Uh, <laughs> I'm so curious about this. We're going to find out about it. Okay. Uh, yeah, before we get to that, let's get let's yes. get her entire life story. I know. Oh, my gosh. You've been in Baltimore since like September, right? Literally almost a year. Okay. Almost a year. But uh, I grew up in, in Maryland. All right. Where? Montgomery County. MoCo. Blair. Montgomery Blair Blazer. Would you know team. anything about that place? <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's like a different island. Totally a different. Yes. It feels super uh, separate. So, uh, and then you went to Spelman, and that's where? That's in Atlanta, Georgia. That's what I thought. Atlanta. I went to Wikipedia that before I got yeah. here. Uh, how, how's Atlanta? I've never been to Atlanta. It is a really nice, like, it's a really cool, thriving, up and coming metropolitan area. I like it there. Um, 
So I went to Spelman College. I have to always give Spelman College my like all my love. It's the number one HBCU. The most educated Black women come from there. Okay. And so I have to always call out my alma mater. Um, so she put it in her Insta bio. That's why I said I'll mention it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to Atlanta one time, and uh, the only thing I could take away from it is like, much like Baltimore, the downtown area is just. Yeah, don't go there. It's just gone. It, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, it, there, it's non-existent. Mm -hmm. What I fucking loved is that there was an underground mall. Yeah, really? Yeah, there was. Unfortunately, uh, when I was there, but I would have loved to have seen it. Yeah, was is the operative word. You know what happens underground? Nothing good? Nothing freaking Mold good. People. Nothing great, you know? Uh, all I know about Atlanta is like College Park. Atlanta, like yeah. ludicrous, like Collard Park, Collard Park. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't go that booty, hard. booty, that not booty, booty rocking everywhere. That kind of college. oh yeah, yeah. Mr. Booty, sure, right, exactly. That guy, that, that song, I know. Yeah, no, yeah, totally. <laughs> but I know, I know, ludicrous. You know, yeah. once upon a time in college, of park. course, of course. And that's a, as far as I go. Um, when did you, when did you get into like broadcasting? When did you decide you wanted to be either an anchor? I think it's two separate questions. That's that's great. You know, news these days, local news, is increasingly difficult. Yeah, that why question's deeper than, than than I'll 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 get into some of the layers. But um, okay. initially I wanted to be an attorney, and so I was I was oh. studying psychology, and I was working at a law firm, and then I realized, oh my god, I hate this, and so I was okay. trying to find what I really liked about the job, and it was, I was putting together, like, client summaries and what have you, and I just love the storytelling aspect. People would call with their claims, and I'm like, oh, I like your story. Like, I'm gonna sell this to the attorneys. This is a case. Okay, I get that. Yeah, and, and then so I, I figured out from there, I got an internship at CNN, and then that rolled into something with NBC, and then I went to the Olympics, and so I was just like, it started moving, and then I graduated, and started in which the olympics did you go to um in korea okay yeah when was that south like, not north what year was that um 2014 okay pyeongchang i've only for a long time i was not into the olympics yeah they just got in the way of like it started right. the new the, the new tv season had started and all of a sudden <laughs> and all of a sudden you getting in the way of young <laughs> exactly exactly but over the last couple of years like the olympics have been like oh these are fun what was what was korea like Ooh, it was cold. Um, so I, I did so was at the, the winter. winter. Okay. Yeah, it was like the Alpine, I mean, slopes. It was really cool, though. It was Lindsey Vaughn's. I think it was her final time All going. Right. So now that she was like. Me or something. Yeah. I see it on TV. Yeah, or something on YouTube. Or, um, yeah. But she was just so dope to see in action. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and it was like a sports crew. It was like hanging with the guys. It was really chill, like, which is more my personality. Like, like I always, I follow uh, Dylan Dreyer, I think might be my favorite yeah. person on TV. I think she's like real natural. And maybe her husband. Like, I don't know if you follow them on Instagram. They're tons yeah, of Yeah, their fun. family's really adorable. Uh, but like, she goes to the Olympics every year. Like, mm -hmm. that whole Today crew. Yeah. Like, that's, that's their thing. I mean, okay. So you did the Olympics. You were in Miami. Yes. What was Miami like? Ooh, fast. It was Miami fun? <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. I did Miami for spring break once. Mm -hmm. And that was the last time I went back. That, that's a, there's a lot going on there. It's a lot. I, I was up for days. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I love the No, fame. like Miami's, Miami's tough. Uh, but Miami covers, covers yeah. all of Florida. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have any crazy like Florida man Miami stories like? Well, I mean, like cocaine sharks. I mean, were cocaine sharks happening? Quite frankly, I mean, the the crazy thing about working in that market is every 
every day something crazy happens. It's so fast that you don't even have time to pitch stories because before you know it, some other guy got caught off on the freeway and he's now turned around with the Glock 9 and has shot three people behind him. Right? So that's, yeah. that's the story one day. And then maybe that lunchtime, someone walks into a McDonald's and shows his dingaling, and we have the video and we can block that dingaling out just Aww. enough. So that's going to lead with our five now. So it's every day, it's something kind of like, whoa. Like that's the what's fall, up? <laughs> that's the fall of civilization stuff. I think would be more fun. <laughs> like it's like Baltimore's just like sad murders. Yeah, yeah. Or a bull gets out, right? Uh, but mostly it's just like some kid got shot, like in the, on the west side or whatever, and that's basically the only thing that uh, leads the news, which is unfortunate because I don't know. There's some good stuff going on. Come on. Oh sure, like I so. Totally like, agree. Like Florida has like a lot of that good Darwin Award stuff. Do you, I mean, you know the Darwin Awards, like the dumbest people are the ones who die. Yeah, like that kind they, of stuff. Uh, yeah, I've yeah, seen a few of them on the roads. Chips out of the <laughs> vending machine, and the vending machine collapses. Yeah. Okay, yeah, like a Charlemagne donkey of the day kind of thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like a total exactly. ass. Definitely the first time I think Charlemagne the God's been mentioned on this podcast. I'll make sure to keep dropping those references. Thank you, thank you. Uh, <laughs> the legitimacy of television and a little uh, street legitimacy. We of course, of course. I'm going to bring them in. Uh, so before you were an anchor person, you were like out, you were in the field. Yeah. Uh, which do you like better? Um. Wow, so... That's actually funny. I'm having this really long internal conflict right now that is now happening out loud. Okay. Um, that I just, the one thing about reporting that I've always loved is being immersed in people and like telling their stories and getting to know them in a really authentic way. And like, you know, I mean, that's like my favorite part of the job. Right. When you're anchoring, it's great. Like, but you are behind a camera and that's a totally different aspect of my personality where, you know, it's more performative and it's more to make sure everything's clear and, I don't know. Some, I like to kind of, I like to kick back and talk and like, yeah. and put stuff together, you know? What was like, so then what was one of your favorite stories you've ever, you've ever worked on out in the field? Like what was the thing that you were like, yes, this is what I'm aiming for. That's a multifaceted question. Sure is. <laughs> oh, that's deep. That's a, that's I a know. Hard I feel bad. Cause I was, I said, no, this wouldn't be hard hitting. Um, right sure. Why not? No, it's cool. It's cool. I'll give you two answers. I'll give you first. I'll give you my shallow answer. Yes. The, Miami, the International Boat Show in Miami last year. Okay. Just yachts yes. and, and people rolling in really cool yachts. So that was really fun. But on, on a real note, one of my favorite stories was there was a grandma who was 78, um, Al Bashara. She had a, um, a hijabi on and she was trying to communicate with police and they just couldn't understand her. And so she was tased. And uh, the family reached out to us. They couldn't get any information. And we were able to get them the video and actually have a sit down with the cops and like really tell a story in a much deeper way. It ended up going national. But it was kind of like, you know, just the connection I made with that family. It just made me feel very personally Absolutely. in touch with their story. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. I think sometimes those are the kind of stories where people like you see on like social media where they're like, well, I'd love to hear what the cops were thinking. And then sometimes you're like, well, maybe it doesn't matter. Like, this is an old lady. They could have figured out a different way to get this yeah. done. But the I think the bigger issue today is, like, the way we talk to each other. Sure. And and we have totally lost sight of just being able to say, let's agree to disagree, or let's just say I don't I don't understand some, some aspects of what you're saying, and we don't have to fight about it. Okay. And I think that there, we as the media have to do a better job of being less divisive and, and dividing people, but that's the whole... Oh, no, listen, it's, it's, it's a whole thing. You know, there's a there's a whole 
system of media discourse that I'm just not prepared to no, engage in. No, literally, it's just, it, yeah. Let's not. <laughs> uh, no, okay, so, but you did mention the way we talk to each other. Yeah. So, <laughs> I got to ask, how, how did you and my father end up having an hour-long conversation in a Starbucks uh, three days ago, and he hasn't stopped talking about you since? I want to ask you a question please, first. Please, please. What about your father's personality tells you that he would talk to a stranger? Does he Does he have that kind of vibe to you? Oh, yeah. No, no. Listen, yeah. I get it. I get it. My question is, how'd you take the bait? Like, oh, I'm the, I'm the same kind of wanderer. I'm literally okay. looking for someone to, to impart wisdom. I think I said to your dad, like, he was reading a book at one point, and I said, turned to him, I said, Impart your wisdom to me because, uh-huh. you know, like he just was sounded like such a wise. Do you, do you want to know what he was reading? <laughs> what? He was reading probably a female romance novel. I don't doubt that. And like, he, that's what he read. Uh, you know what? And good on him. <laughs> Not quite like the erotica version, yeah. but more like whatever, like Hallmark movies are based on. Yeah. That's what he's reading. I thought maybe, he was shedding a tear at one point. Maybe. Maybe, maybe he was getting I, to the. I'm joking. You know, I've only ever seen him cry once. Joke. <laughs> He definitely was shedding a tear. You know, no, no, he, I am much more like my mother in the, I cry at the drop of the hat. It yeah. Is, um, the, uh, sing too. I showed him that the other day. I was like, listen, you know what he's like weird? I was like, yeah, so I, I cry at the drop that. of the hat. You should be but, in touch with your emotions. Oh, no, I, I, uh, I think I'm emotionally off kilter. <laughs> I think I am unbalanced. But that's, a, uh, oh yeah, like, well, uh, listen, if, if it's at the end of a Star Trek season, I am out cold, man. I can't handle it. Uh, but no, yeah, he's a guy who talks to everybody, but a lot of times people, you know, they're uh, a smile and a nod and a see you later. Mm -hmm. You, uh, you ended up talking to him for a while. Uh, so for context, I am, I am doing a, uh, before and aftercare. I I know you're nodding. I know he told you all, all of these things, didn't he? Uh, well, the listeners. So I'm doing, so I'm doing like the split shift during the day. Mm -hmm. So I'm spending the day over at his place. Right. Uh, he comes back and said, I just had the loveliest conversation. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, man. Cool. Cool. He's like, I was sitting and I was with Janice. And of course we were talking to all the people around us. And I'm like, Oh, of course, <laughs> of course. That, that thing people do. Right. Uh, and he says, and eventually this lovely young woman after Janice leaves, I was like, this lovely young woman says, I need some adult advice. And, and then, right. Is <laughs> yeah, it so far so, so good? Me. And he said, and we ended up talking about her career and I, and he says your name. So I've already like found you on Instagram. I'm like, uh-huh. And he's like, and, and I said how articulate she was. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I was like, I was like, let's fill this bingo card real quick. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's see where this is going to head. And he said, and I talked, we talked about, uh, you know, the kids and how they, don't can't talk and how they all say the n-word i'm like oh christ and like we got it, deep it got well apparently and, and in the middle of this before he's finished telling me mm-hmm. the story i have already dm'd you and be like hey listen i hope my father wasn't a complete crazy person at your mm-hmm. conversation at starbucks and i'm like this is incredible so i i you know my sister is curious i am curious was he okay he Did he do ab- all right? He was absolutely oh. fine. I mean, honestly, I love talking to your dad. Yeah. I love talking to your dad. I really did. See, this is the thing. I'm really big on conversations. Like, uh-huh. you can learn so much if you just shut up and listen for a second. 
And so that day, your dad will tell you, I was really intensely looking at my computer, trying to make some adult decisions that I just kind of really couldn't figure out. This guy looked like an adult. All right. He looked like he a looks wise like adult. One. Yes. Yeah. This guy looked like he, he knew some things. I don't know if he was reading erotica, but he looked like he was reading the Wall Street <laughs> Journal to me. Okay. Yeah. No, he's, he, he is. He's lived a life. He's, I mean, I don't know if he's been around. He's lived in Baltimore his whole life. But, you know. And that was why I love talking to him, because, you know, to see things through a lens of like, you've been here for decades, you've seen the community change. Uh -huh. I'm coming in here as a new person and I'm always trying to look for the nuggets of like, what, what is this city truly about? Like, what is the fiber that connects all of uh, the issues I see? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, so I mean, I, I would say Evan and I, we both like love this place, mm -hmm. like, but you know, but I also say it's the shittiest place in the world, mm -hmm. but I love it. So mm -hmm. I love it so much. And that's why we love it. Yeah. You know, there's, it's just, it's it, a garbage town. It's a garbage town, but there is a, a, you know, may I coin a phrase, a charm to this city that uh, it's, it's, an, it's ineffable. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's just something about it. When it scores, it scores. I, I've, I've literally lived in the city almost 20 years. And uh, every time I see a, a, a headline about like, um, you know, housing prices or something like that, I'm like, and i look down the street we got a place called the baltimore peninsula yeah and i look at it and i'm like this looks like an abandoned chinese city that they built out of nothing and they've got a a, a playground for children mm -hmm. non-existent children and i look at it and i'm like no this isn't baltimore i mean it just isn't mm. and it's it's tricky because you know it we always wring our wrists and hands about uh, authenticity, you know, in, in the city. But at the end of the day, all the people that move into the city really want is a taste of Colombia. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, not necessarily my, my taste. Yeah. And, and that's on this side. You know, I know my dad talked to you about I'm going to teaching. For me, it's mm -hmm. just like if there are going to be people living here, you got to do something about their kids. Yeah. You know, the kids got to do something. So. 100%. That's like the biggest derelict of duty. Yeah. Is the way the children, I feel like, I mean, it's just, it almost breaks your heart because you're just so aware that a lot of the children who live in the inner city have very low chances of even graduating, let alone yeah. being prepared. And it just, it smacks of just a structural inequality that just, you know, you, needs to be looked at further. Oh, yeah. And I don't, I don't, Listen, I'm not going, you know, I'm no fucking... I'm sorry, I'm not going to get all, you know, no, serious no, on you guys, but no, you know, it's fine. It's, it's fine. No, listen, we'll be... Uh, look, trust me, I'll find a place to make a joke. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, for, I mean, I just... I, I'm not going to make any changes. I'm no fucking yeah. Norma Ray, right? You know, I'm not coming and be like, let's do this. I, I'm no Michelle Pfeiffer, you know, but like... I want to be... I just want to be a nice person to children. At least you're participating in a element of change. 100%. I hope so. Listen... I'm not going to call myself a hero. You guys can do it if you'd like. You're, you're thinking too much about it. Like, no, just by being there, you're, you're helping. I hope, I hope so. I'm excited. Absolutely. Like, sometimes it takes one moment of exposure to something. One moment of, and that's sometimes all it takes for someone to readjust their thinking. So I always think if, like, you're going to be there, impact, no matter how small, is going to have ripple effects. So, like... 
you know, don't think of it like that, maybe, because I think. I hope so. Well, yeah, you're definitely uh, going to be part of something. I'll be like. Just uh, don't get fired, dude. I yeah, dude. I, I don't think I'm going to get fired. How, uh, Let me know, know though, I, so I can post it on my social media, though. First. Listen, no. <laughs> I will, if I do get fired, you have the exclusive. Thank you. Thank you. That's why I'm here, sir. Because if judging if it's how I've left all any of my other jobs, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. What, what are, where are we at right now? 28th market or? Uh... Oh, yeah. What market is Baltimore? Um, it's a great question. I always say 23 because that's what it was when I, I was in media. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. I don't, I'm not really someone who looks so much like this and the scrutiny of the market system does means very little to me uh, yeah well so that's kind of uh one of the things i wanted to ask you about mm -hmm. because professionally speaking you know a person who is a tv reporter uh always has in their head like market numbers what's next where, where are we going yeah, next because yeah, yeah. you've got a uh, what, what the contract length is three right or something like that but then you've got people even at 45, who, you know, Kai Jackson, Mary Bavala, who are just diehards. Mm -hmm. Mainstays. They're not mm -hmm. going to leave this market uh, because they, they legitimately care about it. And uh, but I, get, I guess my question is, like, what in Baltimore, what do you, you want to do? Mm -hmm. So that's the thing. I feel like I came in here very uninformed mm. um, and... Uh, yeah, I guess you can say uninformed and that makes you ignorant, right? And so right now I'm I'm having a slow falling in love with the city and yeah. learning about the city. And it's been a slower process for me. Um, so I'm really, I, I'm just here to learn still. I'm not really kind of a, I used to be like a goal hitter every five years. I want to be here. I want to be here. I want to be here. But I've since shifted into a mindset of if I just keep staying prepared. I just keep staying prayed up and just keep doing my best now in the present. What I need is going to come to me, and that comes to me every single time. I, I love, like, I love that. So I don't know what's next. Like, I have no idea. No, no, it's fun to be like, listen, this place is tough, but like you, I like you get it. I yeah. feel like you get it. Like, yeah. So like, this was your first real. This is like your first summer here. What have you done? Have you done anything fun in town? I went on a biking trip um, through Fed Hills, like a black girl's bike trip. There's like a whole tribe. We were just awesome. like rolling through the city, which is cool. Um, I've been hiking over at Gunpowder Gunpowder Falls. Yeah, absolutely. That's not Baltimore, though. No, no, um, but that's a thing that people, yeah. trust me, that is a thing people from Baltimore do on weekends. And I've done some brunching, some brunching around. Oh, awesome. But I need to do more. I really feel like I got to... Uh, well, my... you like to hike. You like to walk around. You got to go up to Fort McHenry. Okay. Which is, you know, right up the street. I did go to Fort McHenry. I did that too. Okay. okay good, yeah. Good. Uh, I don't know. Uh, check out the Walters. Check out mm? uh, the Baltimore Museum of Art. Like, oh, uh, yeah. good museum go. town, right? Kind of. Yes. I mean, good God. Yeah. I mean, like, we, we are embarrassingly sort of unaware of how much culture and history exists in the city. Yeah, there's AVAM, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, some of the best museums in the country exist in Baltimore. Uh, and, you know, as a federal park slash monument, Fort McHenry is wildly underrated. Yeah. yeah, no, totally. I mean, you can just go there to do a picnic by yourself and have a great time. It is gorgeous. It's wonderful. And if you want to do the tour, I think it's like 15 bucks. It's like nothing. It, it's it's really nice. Yeah, no, it's it's a great city. It's the the, I mean, you know, Baltimore, great city, does not make headlines. You know, yeah. 
Uh, but there's there there does there should be a middle ground someplace. I agree. You know, uh, it, it can't just be you know oh, Fourth of July fireworks, and then there were fireworks up other places other than the Inner Harbor. It's like all right. I gotta tell you though, I mean, when we were on the rooftop deck and uh, couldn't see the Inner Harbor fireworks, but mm-hmm. could see all of the other fireworks displayed. It's pretty cool, right? Oh man. I got to get a better view. I got to get down to Fed. You are welcome to come by anytime. All right, cool. If I hang out on your roof, don't don't say anything about it. Yeah, no. I'm bringing Bebe and them too. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Wait. All of your colleagues, it's fine. I have no problem. Okay, cool. Uh, who do you hang? Oh, right. Who do you hang out with? Who are the Who are the cool reporters in town? <laughs> oh, so oh my gosh, this is so weird. So I'm really um I'm a fit. Hate to say this. I've been a little bit of a loner. I'm just now branching out. I've made okay. some, made some TV friends um, from all the other stations. I mean, there are really a lot of cool girls here. Um, but I hang a lot out with my my family. My brother is in town for like just a few months before he leaves the country again. So we've been hanging out a lot. And I, you know, this is my first time back home in a minute. Are you dating in Baltimore? Ooh, no, I'm not. Because it's because my problem. Okay, are you gonna try out for the Bachelor? Because I think you should try out for the Bachelor. Have you ever done it before? No, but I'd totally do it. Yeah, I'd be no. game for it. Yeah, I'm game. Like, who cares? You'd win. Oh, really? I think so. Here's my audition. <laughs> Here's my audition. Please. I don't know that we just had a connection. That's right. I'm scared. It, I'm nervous but excited. I just hope he feels what I'm feeling and. I'm just waiting for my rose tonight. Oh, side her up. You didn't use the word journey. Right. I just hope this journey really brings us closer. And this one-on-one is really what's going to seal the deal tonight. That's great. Okay, so you do watch The Bachelor. All right, yeah, don't get into my life, but yeah, I love The Bachelor, man. I love The Freaking Bachelor. Great. You'll hear from me. (laughs) Uh, Or what do you think about this season? I haven't watched this season. Okay. I didn't, I don't know who the girl is. Charity? Yeah, I I haven't watched, I don't know where she came, I don't know. She was on Zach's season. Okay. I'm deep in it. So I, so I've not, I've not caught up with that. All right. Don't, uh, it's been a real short season. It's been weird. Uh, It's okay. I've been a little bit mad with them. Can I be honest? Yes, please. Ever since the Colton Fence thing, I've I've been a little teed off. So Colt, the Colton Fence and the Hannah Brown windmill. Yeah. Those are the peaks of the show. Absolutely. The, The show was never better. You know, there was... Uh, Brad Mesnick uh, dumping Who's Her Face on camera. That was pretty great. And there was the Ari um, Becca uh. saga. But no, since the the fence jump and the Hannah Brown thing of Sex in the Windmill, yep. downhill. I mean, I thought that was uphill for me. I was really feeling that. Was that great. was great. But yeah, you're right. Four you're times. Right. And four, Jesus still four loves times. her. Four times. You gotta see that four times. It's awesome. Uh, so I, I have not been keyed into uh, any of the Bachelor universe uh, ever since the drunken hot tub, like air quote rape. Oh yeah, um, um, sounds like episode three, four, five, six, seven, season two, seven, and five. It eight. was it's it's Bachelor in Paradise season two with Corinne Olympios, so, uh, <laughs> and I forget who the guy was, but yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Uh, they they dial it back to you'd have two drinks an hour. It's back up to three. Ah, good. Let yeah. the folks drink. I love that show. <laughs> I mean, that's why Love Island is such a bore because none of them. How are they gonna fall in love? They don't get drunk. <laughs> no, they do get drunk. No, they don't. Oh, they don't. I don't mm. watch it. I don't either. I think it's because it's extended. It's much more like Paradise. Ah, uh, this is so nice. Yeah, Taylor, <laughs> I get why you're my dad's new best friend. Yeah, I know. I told you. I was like, look, like your dad's a cool guy. Like he's all right. Nice, nice, pretty cool. I have a question. Did he invite you to Passover? 
No, he didn't, but I wish he freaking would have. Oh, you know what? I bet you we could get you an invite to Breakfast. All right, bet. Breakfast is up, is, is up next. Uh, you know what? I thought maybe Passover would have come up. Ah. It didn't, but we'll, we'll get you an invite to something. All right, cool. This is, I want to tap in. Oh, absolutely. We'll, we'll get you some bagels and locks. Oh, um, in particular, if you're trying to like branch out in the, yeah. in, in the Baltimore scene, we've got a, a little thing called the Media Maven's Happy Hour. What is oh, that? Oh, yeah. What? Uh, it's it's like, well, it's, so it's typically more print media people, but... Well, Josie, I mean, well, Josie... let's turn her to... up with some TV. I love it. Yeah, listen, look, if you could bring TV into our lives... Yeah. That's what we're looking for. That, okay. That's what we need. We, we, I mean, historically speaking, Josie Sturman was the, like, flagship uh, presence. Mm -hmm. at the... She was the cool girl. <laughs> yeah, the it girl. Yeah, she was the it girl. Yeah, I was never the it girl. I was, like, the it girl's friend. Okay. Yeah. No, that's cool. No, Glasses I love, and a ponytail. I love it. Less, less pressure. <laughs> that's the beauty of Baltimore. You can be the it girl. You can just... But just by being there. Baltimore really is the it girl's quirky friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no wonder I'm starting to fit in. There you go. <laughs> this was delightful. Yeah. Uh, Taylor, so where can people find you? Uh, give us like a plug away. Well, your dad will tell you, tell you uh, my off days. You really can't find me. I'm in a baseball hat with my sunglasses on looking like a boy. Okay. With sneakers. I, I, I don't think that's possible, but continue. <laughs> But um, on social media, on Instagram, the Taylor Stewart. Yes. And then Taylor Stewart TV on Twitter. And then on Fox 45 Morning News, Saturday and Sunday. And then my cash app is, I'm joking. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Venmo as well. No. But yeah, totally. Let's connect. Oh, awesome. This was really great. This was, this was fantastic. Yeah, let's do this again eventually. Oh, yeah. Let's, yeah, I'm down. You're in the rotation. All right, bet. Uh, uh, I mean, when, when when George was on regularly, we loved having him on, uh, and now he's in Philly, so we need to have a <laughs> we need we need a TV person. Yeah, we gotta have a local TV person. It it, it gives us a little bit of legitimacy. Take that, no picks after dark. You don't, <laughs> you don't have Fox Forty Five weekend anchor person Taylor Stewart on your show. Have you? Do you know no picks after dark? No, but screw Good, them. No, yeah, screw them. Yes, man. we're yes. we're here, baby. Yes. <laughs> That's all I wanted. No, you nah, probably you gotta, this is my thing. You got to stand on that shit. You got to stand on it. Got to stand on it. Whatever you said. Oh no, this, this guy yeah. is like legitimate, and like he wins all the awards, and we're like, but we're here. You know, we're having fun. Like, yeah, we're we're a little bit more fun than he is. Well, I think. I I don't agree. I'm joking. I have no idea who this guy is. Good. So great. so we're just gonna keep rolling. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Taylor, thank you so much for joining us. Oh my God. Thank you guys for having me. This is so great. Much. And that's a wrap. And we're back! Oh my goodness. Boy, what, she's fun. What an interview. What a nice lady. Mm, very nice. What a great, what a great time. She uh, sat in the chair that you're sitting in. No, I know. It's such legitimacy she's giving us with like the television world. Sure, why not? Uh, uh, yes, every time. Uh, so historically speaking, every time we've got a uh, a TV personality, they've gone on to do big things. We, you know, we enjoy it, and they. Josie just won an Emmy, <laughs> multiple. Yes, Josie Sturman, award-winning journalist who has been on this show uh, multiple times. I can't say the same thing for No Pigs After Dark. Yeah, how many... You know what? Fuck, that fucking guy's probably had people with Emmys on that show. <laughs> I, I don't... I, whatever. I bet I don't. you he's had David Simon. 
No, uh, no. But Brian, what? As a Jew, I should probably Dave. But please reach out to David Simon. Mishpacha, Bubby. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did. I did. Or at the very least, Laura Lippin. I do have a thing I could talk about to wrap this up. Okay. I forgot to tell you what I'm doing this week. Oh, oh. I will be a camp counselor. What? What? So you know how I've been doing this daycare like all summer before and after? Well, now that my summer school job is done, I'm going to spend a week being a camp counselor there. <laughs> Are you going to get fired like the last time? No, no, too late. I've already been there for, for six weeks. <laughs> this is week seven, baby. Uh, no, no, no. So I will be the lead counselor for the pink group. Which is kindergarten and first graders. Very good. I will be leading around them around to all the various activities of which I have no idea. Uh, I asked, will I have counselors there who know what they're supposed to be doing? And the lady who leads the camp said, yep, yep, we got you two, two good ones. So it's going to be me and a bunch of five and six-year-olds. <laughs> so... Uh- I don't. What, what is your level ex, of experience with that age range? Well, not not like a. I'm not unfamiliar. You know, uh, my friends have kids, and they are all now eight, nine, and some are like eleven. Uh, at the same time, I've been doing this before and after care all summer. Um, I've been hanging out with a lot of five and six year olds. I think I'll be okay. Hmm. Um. My favorite thing to do with children of that age is just talk to them like they're a, adults. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey man, like, what are you yeah, doing? Hey, what's up, man? Yeah. Hey, bro, what do you got? Check in. I'm just going to the potty. I'm like, all right, hey man, don't talk about it. Just do. Like, like, all right. No, I and and they appreciate that. I really do think that kids like to be spoken to, like they're grownups. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh. And it's funny because some kids are like, I'm five. And some children are like, hello, I'm five years uh, old. Right, right. Hello, five. I am sophisticated and five. I'm like that brainy gremlin. Really <laughs> creepy. <laughs> My favorite gremlin is the one with the brains. I'll tell you. So there are so like when you think of what are the most common names you think of when like you were a kid? Mark. Josh. What? You mean like. Actual yeah. names. What, what were some of the like you had to throw it in oh, one God. of uh, a last initial? Mike, Brian, none of them. No Marks, no Mikes, no Brian's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tons of Jacks. Sure, they're all named Jack. Sure, Carters. Sure, Graysons. Oh God. Uh, oh gross. I was like, I was like, wait a second, and, and I had this, and I had this realization. Hunter. Uh, I I had this realization during the school year. I was like, wait a second, not one of these kids' name is Mark. And then, like, I was sitting next to uh, my assistant principal. She's like, hey, none of them's names are Brian either. I'm like, I'm like, whoa, wait. What? Like, there were, like, eight Brians of, right, right. of every color of the rainbow. Uh, so, you know, it's a fun thing to do to look at the baby names list, you know, year over year. And I, I honestly feel like <laughs> everybody just wants to name their kid something different. Uh I want to Or old. I want so I want to name my kid an old like what if I'm the one who starts like I name my daughter after Bubby and her name is Eunice. Sure. 
but that's her first name, Eunice. Yeah. And I don't give her a middle name. No. No, it's like, nope, that's it, bitch. That's it, bitch. <laughs> Eunice. Like, or uh, Birdie. Or, hello, this is my son, Hyman. <laughs> a good Eastern European Jew good name. Good stuff. <laughs> There's a Hyman Levy in there. Uh, this is this is my this, this is my boy Sylvester. Well, I mean, Sly Stallone is still out there. Yes, kind of. But listen, no, not kind of. Like he is fucking like the family it. Stallone. No, he he's on uh, King of uh, Prussia Mall. <laughs> King of Prussia. I'm here outside of Philadelphia. I don't even know what I'm doing here. I hear no bell. I'm 85. Uh, it's king of it's king of the Midwest. King, king of Nashville. King of Chicago. <laughs> it's me, King of Queens. My eyes are getting clearer. Back in tight. I hear no bell. Carrie, I don't want your father to live with us anymore. Arthur, I'm not taking him down to the senior center. <laughs> I think we've I think we've done it. Yeah. Uh all this makes me a little angry, but we're not uh, doing it. it. So uh anyway. <laughs> thank you very much for being a fan. Thank you very much to Taylor Stewart. Follow her at uh the Taylor Stewart on Instagram and Hell watch her on Fox yes. forty five. Uh and I think she said Taylor Stewart TV at Twitter. On Twitter? Sure. On X. On X. X. Yeah. Oh, boy. Ugh. Ooh. Have fun in Scotland. No. Have fun in Scotland. Oh, yeah. I'm going to Scotland, so. Didn't even talk about it. Well, we'll talk about it when you come back. Why would I? I don't know. All right, bye.